Versace, 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 Welcome to episode 8 of the Tim Weichselbaum Show. My name is Tim Weichselbaum. And I don't know why I'm talking like this. I'm already annoyed by it. Anyway, this podcast is brought to you by Versace for kids. They don't sponsor us, but their clothing and accessories just inspire me to do this. I could fit like a glove into their child line of clothing, and it's half off, baby. So I'll be looking like this until I spill coffee on myself and can never wear it again. Because how the hell you know? You know, man, I already almost spilled coffee on this brand new delicious t-shirt that kids are only supposed to wear, dude. And that would have been the end of it. I would have been like, well, that's $200 down the drain for a gosh darn... You could see my nipples in it, you know? When I first put it on, I was like, you could see my nipple hair. So that's disgusting. A 30-year-old man wearing a 14-year-old girl's outfit. Pretty hot, dude. These Snapchat hoes, man. That's what I'm here to talk about today. This will be a short episode because nothing really happened in the past week, dude. Aside from me just living the life. I've been living the good life, dude. I did a couple open mics because the inspiration struck. Actually, it didn't. I didn't even want to do anything. I didn't want to do any like sort of comedy, and I didn't, actually, it turns out. I showed up. I signed up. I went on stage for like four minutes, and I tried to be funny. It didn't happen, dude. I'm just not funny anymore, dude. I'm not funny, and I don't see myself becoming funny anytime soon. But we'll get into that later. These Snapchat hoes. I've been talking to, I've been on the Snapchat. I use this app, this, 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 this horrible, disgusting app called Hoops that uh, pairs you with other random people to get their Snapchat. If they, it's like Tinder. And you just swipe on people's dumb faces. And if you like them and they like you back, you get their Snapchat. And so far, 100% of them are fake. I, I could get them. I could get a, a friend on Snapchat very easily and their picture just some hot chick with big tits. But then as soon as we match on Snapchat, she starts going, hey, where, where are you from? Where are you located? And I go, that's not how this works. You know, I'm just gonna not going to tell you where I'm located, you hoe. So I go, send me. I have this system to filter them, to get them the hell out without wasting my time and soul and heart. Because this is draining on the soul to just be played by like a fool. But I ain't a fool, dude. I I wasn't born yesterday, for God's sakes. So I go, okay, (laughs) can you send me a picture of yourself doing a peace sign? 
And then so far, zero of them have pulled through. They just go, well, here, here's a picture of me that, that of not doing that. And I go, get out of here. And there they say, it's too, it's too dark. You won't be able to see. It's like, well, goodbye. <laughs> I'm not that stupid. I was talking to this one fake person, probably just a dude. I mean, definitely a male but they were chatting me up, like like vomiting out all this shit about supposedly what they're looking for. Like, I'm a blonde-haired, blue-eyed, 5'6", woman who's never been married, never had kids. And I'm looking for something serious. Oh, and I've been to these countries. I'd like to go to Jamaica next year. Oh, and I'm... I, what about you? And then we started having this conversation and and then she's like she doesn't care anything about me she doesn't care even like how old i am or where i live so of course i'm like skeptic up the ass skeptical so so then the next day she texts me cuz i didn't block her yet cuz she hey there was no she didn't ask for nothing she's not she didn't do nothing hoish yet so then she's like hey i need a credit card to pay my phone bill so I'm out immediately. I go, Are you freaking kidding me? You think I? You think I'm that naive? So it's obviously just some dude, and and I'm still doing it though. I haven't given up. I like to go through the rigmarole of being of trying to find a diamond in the rough, a real person on Snapchat. Because I'm still doing no not November. I'm I'm ninety. Days of fiance or something like that. I'm becoming more. It's it's intoxicating how addicted I am to trying to end the soul. The, just the, the 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 feeling of wanting to explode onto somebody. So I'm thirty. I'm on day thirty-seven of No Nut November, and it, if it ends, I'll stop talking about it. But I'm not just gonna let it end. Uh, by man it's not going to be a man made decision to break it off i'm gonna and we'll get more into that <laughs> we'll get more into that later because that's basically the most impressive thing that i have to talk about this week is almost getting laid is almost finally ending the streak of no not november so I got this security camera for my driveway because I don't want somebody to steal my catalytic converter, dude. Because I live in this shithole of a town called Austin, Texas. I don't actually live in Austin. I live right outside, like a few miles outside of the city. Thank God, because I don't like homeless people. They like me, turns out. Dude, they they would I'm gonna get I would get robbed so quickly if I walked down the street like this, dude. It's only gonna get worse, dude. As I accumulate more <laughs> outfits that look like this. You could get anything. You could wear underwear, socks. They make every piece of clothing Versace does. In my size. So I'm gonna get my ass kicked soon. But I got this security camera so I can monitor what's going on. If someone walks on my driveway, 
because I sometimes want to leave a car parked there. Or at least that's what that's what I was gonna do when I got the when I got this Miata. I got this sexy, brand new Miata, and I didn't think I could fit into my uh, garage. I can, but I have to park it in a, in a certain spot, and the Tesla has to be parked in a certain spot too because it's so big, it doesn't barely fit. So the problem is I can only park them if I don't charge because I got this charger in the garage for my Tesla that allows me to charge the Tesla overnight or for about six hours it takes to get it fully charged and it costs way less than gasoline, way cheaper, but I don't really ever drive it. But I have to park it too far to charge because the the hose, the little thing to charge it, the, 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 the cable is only like, I don't know, 15 feet or something. And it doesn't reach if it's if the Miata is parked in there. So anyway, so that's why I got that security camera. It's if I have to park the Miata. On the, I know these are very like hard, to, very relatable problems for most people watching. You know, but so I got the security camera so that if somebody does walk onto my driveway and try to steal something or play a fool, act a fool, I can just go out there with a freaking gun and just be like, get the, f- get the hell out of here. Like that like dude in the movie that I can't think, Clint Eastwood. He was like, get the fuck off my lawn. And I just installed it, and the very second I install it, these kids, I get this notification on my phone that, hey, there's a movement. movement was detected. So I pull out my phone. I'm in bed taking a midday nap, because what the hell else am I going to do to prepare for this podcast? It's just all I pretty much had to do today. And these kids are looking right at the camera. They're on my drive, like three of them. They're on these scooters. They're on my drive, just right up there at the garage, staring into the camera, like laughing at it. They're like, what the? Can you get the hell off my driveway? Like, I <laughs> I was going to talk through the camera, because you could do that. But, hey, kid, can you get the hell out of here? I mean, what else am I going to do? You got to be nice to them, though. They were probably like 12-ish, 10 to 12. I don't know. They were not like teenaged. Thank fuck. But you gotta be nice to them because I don't want to get my house egged. And I'm not, like, I don't want to like start a war with their parents if they have any to get them to, you gotta like not escalate. So I'm just gonna be like, I'm just gonna go out there next time and be like, Hey, kids, this is not a playground. This is like a, a serious place where business is done. This is my house. Scad- skedaddle. But I kind of understand that they like, oh, this is the house where nobody ever comes out. So that's probably why they see it as like a home base to like chill. Because no, I never really go outside. And I don't really have like any decorations up. So they go, oh, okay, this is like an abandoned house. But it's not, and it's annoying that there's kids just on my driveway hanging. Like, they're going the lawn, so I'm becoming, like, an asshole who doesn't want kids on my lawn. But, like, I don't. They leave garbage that I have to clean up. 
so that I don't blame them though because there's no playground for them to go. I live in this bubble, this this development, this neighborhood in the middle of nothing else. There's no parks. There's they'd have to go down the highway to get to somewhere to go to the park. Maybe there's a park at the school. I don't know. But I'm gonna not. I mean, I don't know, man. It's it's just it's one of the things that I just discovered annoys me now that I got a camera set up there. Fucking kids, dude. But the thing is, also, I look like a kid, so I'm gonna go out there, be like, hey, kids, I'm a, I lo- I'm no bigger than you. So it's like, how do I scare them away? Whatever, dude. It's not that bad. I was. No, I don't want to be that guy, but I'm that guy. <laughs> It's a great neighborhood, you know. Tesla, I live really close. Not to dox myself and say exactly where I live, but who cares? You could just look it up. <laughs> so I, I live really close to the Tesla headquarters that is just brand new in, in Austin, and they're just open. They just moved it there, which is badass. That's why, like, I don't know, I'm never going to have to work again if i just sell this house in a, in 20 years or whatever in 10 years this house will probably be worth more i don't know it's going to be fun to to watch that happen but my property taxes will go up so you still got to make money i mean i don't know i don't know how i don't know let's not talk about money the whole time there's other things to talk about like sex and the drugs i'm not doing i'm still dead sober dude Another straight dude called me hot, and I was like, I was like, I appreciate that, dude. But but can't you be a dude? Can't you be a chick with big tits, dude? Because then we, then I would be able to use my hot like cash in on it instead of just being like, thank you, fellow straight dude, who is still not who's not as healthy as me, because you just still go to the. You still do the same shit that you did when you lived in Chicago? You still eat a bunch of unhealthy, deep-fried food? You drink it? Not to judge him or anything. He's a great person. He's my friend, I guess. We're friends. But it just there's a contrast. Clearly, he picked up, he's like picked up on the fact that I look better after becoming sobs. Because I lost like 20 pounds. And I, I don't know. I, I, my, I eat healthy. My skin is getting healthier. Like it's getting better looking. He's like, "Oh, now you're hot all of a sudden." And I go, "Yeah, yeah, I'm work. That's what I'm fucking. That's the whole point, dude. So I could get a, a hot. So I could actually like be the thing I want. Like acquire the things I want using social currency and status. So I could get a hot woman." Uh, for three days, and then she'll realize that I'm that I'm not compatible, that I'm not her cup of tea. To to keep a hot woman in your life, like especially one in their early twenties or whatever, mid twenties, I don't know. You gotta really play the game. You gotta like not say anything to show that you like them. <laughs> It's like abuse, but Kevin Samuels talks about this. It's a very manospheric way of thinking. It's like you gotta, you gotta like not show interest, but somehow keep them attached. You can't be, like, eh, you're my one and only. 
What would I do without you? And then they go, oh, you're not interesting anymore. I don't want that. They want an alpha. So back to the Tesla, dude. So I drove my Tesla today after not driving it for two weeks. And this might be sounding like an arbitrary, mundane thing to say, but you, you, don't, you don't get it unless you're there. So I've been driving my this Miata that I bought two or three weeks ago, and it's I love it. It's like, but it's nothing compared to the Tesla. They're not comparable cars. One is a car, one is a UFO. So the Miata I got used to. I was like, oh, okay, it makes noise when you press the gas pedal down, and it actually it's t- compact, and you feel the bumps in the road, and it feels like a car. So I got used to that. I, and so I went back to driving the Tesla once for the first time in two weeks. I had to drive it somewhere to get the paint job looked at, to get these, uh, this ceramic coating looked at and paint protection film looked at to make sure that it was good and healed up. And, and it's a, they, get, they detailed it. So now it's like, pristine dude and i was i got in there i was like holy shit this is still a brand new car how i'm just not even driving it and i I, so i drove the thing and as soon as i got off the driveway i go what the hell this is like a living room that moves it's so smooth it's so seamless it's like what the hell i'm actually just gliding down the street in this huge vessel and it's just it's just quiet it's not making any noise and i could just press the pedal down a tiny like a centimeter and all of a sudden i'm going 60 miles an hour and if i press it down an inch i'm going a hundred so i was like well this is fun (laughs) like i was like well I gotta get a hot. Ch- I gotta get a chick in this car like immediately because I'm gonna get laid the second somebody finds out about this shit, dude. Like I forgot the Miata is cool, cool enough, dude. But I got two of them, and it's like a UFO. You could just glide up to somebody. So I was, I drove it to get the paint protection thing done, and then I just went for a little joy, you know, a joyride after that up Lamar in Austin, Texas. I, I went up in the hills a little bit, just for a little bit, uh, in the hill country to see, you know, just to take it for a little spin. And, you know, there are some people kind of getting close to me on the highway, and I was like, well, I'm in the fastest car they're ever going to see. So I just kind of showed off a little bit. I gapped them, which is a term in the car community, an enthusiast community, where you it's where you leave a huge gap in front of somebody to show off how much faster you are. So I did that a few times, just to scare, just to show them who's boss. And it, I forgot how freaking scary that thing is, dude. How fast it is! You just press down like a couple inches on the pedal. You're you feel like a, like you gotta hold your chest forward. It's like it hurts your neck, uh, and I was like, "Well, this is pretty cool." 
and it's cheaper to drive than but god forbid anything happens to it because the maintenance on that thing is way expensive dude i had to get the tire fixed i told i talked about this it's kind of the reason i don't drive it anymore or every day at least is because it's a liability dude you gotta treat it like it's worth more than anything and it is worth a shitload so i was worried about you know every it's just you kind of have to pay attention more oh it's so fun to drive though when there's not a shitload of people on the road which there always is in this godforsaken city dude even in like at like uh 10 a.m when supposed well it's the holidays i don't know i guess that's why it's so crap but i could not catch a break dude there were people just surrounding me at all times there was like final i finally found a, a highway that didn't have traffic and i was like you just oh it's so cool dude and then i was as i was driving home i found a nice street with a bunch of stoplights and i was the first one in the line in the line of cars so i was able to peel out as soon as the light turned green and I, I scared the shit out of somebody. Somebody like pulled up. He caught up with me. I was like, "Yo, what the hell kind of car is that, dude?" I was like, "It's a plaid." It's like what? He didn't even know what it, what a Tesla. I don't think he even knew what a Tesla was. He was driving some beat up Grand Cherokee something. He was like, "Dude, what the hell? That is the fastest car I've ever seen, dude." I was like, "Yeah, it's scary fast." I don't know. I'm just trying to share what it's like to be me, dude. Because not everybody has this life that I'm living, and I might as well talk about it because it's gonna. It's what else is gonna happen? Like it's like Jeffrey Epstein. Epstein. He could have just gone his whole life without telling anybody how great it was, dude. Think. I mean, that that would have been lame. Nobody to tell his story for him. Just he, oh he's just, just some rich Jewish financier with all with like who has this life of luxury and pleasure island and just nobody finds out. Thank God that somebody is telling his story. Well, he didn't have like a blog. He didn't go on. He didn't have a podcast. I mean, obviously, there's a reason. It's because he did shit that was illegal. Like if I, like I said, if I get, I don't know if I said this already. If I start getting laid, I will, I will stop talking about it. The only reason I'm talking about sex and like women all the time is because I'm not getting any. And it's just for the story. It's just for the, the chase and the, the feeling of, of it almost happening. But if it starts happening, I'm not going to talk about it, dude. It's none of their. It's none of your business. <laughs> so anyway, it felt like the Tesla thing. It just felt like being in God mode. It's like holy shit, dude. I'm just. God forbid somebody hits me because I don't even know what would. Ha- I would be so mad, dude. People don't know how to drive here. They don't. They don't know how to drive. Anyway. So I met this girl on Plenty of Fish. She said, I'm bored, and I need some company. This was like a week ago, less than a This was last Saturday. I get hit up by this chick, and I was super skeptical because plenty of fish has more like, you know, it's full of catfish. 
That's why it's called that. So, so I was super skeptical immediately. I was like, you're not real because she was hot as balls. She had two pictures of herself, super attractive. She was 26 years old, and her username had the, had the number 96 at the end. So that tracks. I looked it up. I did the math. Okay, does that make sense that you could be born in 96 and that age? And turns out it's correct because she was real, I guess. And she said, oh, too bad I'm all the way in this town. I could really use some company right now. And it was 8 p.m., and I looked up how far the town was. It was about an, two hours, exactly two hours away. I was like, that's not that far. I got a full tank of gas. Let's just make sure you're real. So I called her up. I was like, give me your number. It, it was a legit area code for the area. I was like, okay. I called her up, and it turned out she, had a fem- she was real. She had a female-sounding voice. And she was like, Are you sh- do you really want me to come? Because I will f- totally drive 100 miles to meet some random chick <laughs> who's hot. Like, what, 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 who cares? If you're in a, some bumfuck town, and it's, it's never happened to me before, and it's sketchy as shit. But she, she started, she was like, yeah. And then as soon as I got off the phone, she's like, can I be blunt? And the reason I'm saying all this is because she deserves it. Like, <laughs> So she said, can you send a full body shot? And I, I was like, okay. So I tried. Can I just send you the full upper half? And she's like, are you always this complicated? No, I want to see your whole five foot three package. And I was like, okay, maybe she is. Maybe she's into that. Maybe she's into short men. So I took a full body shot. And she was like, well, I mean, usually to do that, you would go in front of a body mirror. I was like, well, yeah, but I don't have one. So I sent her that, and she was like, okay. And then we started, we kept, she kept chatting me up. I was like, I got to get on the road. She was like, can I be blunt? Do I need to get condoms, or do you have some? And I was like, yeah, that is definitely blunt. Can we just get to know each other first and see if there's, like, chemistry? And she was like, no, I'm not, no. Not into that. I was like, okay, well, um, okay. And then I was like, I guess I, I do not have condoms. She was like, well, if we need some, I could get some. I was like, if we need some. So she said, what kind of condoms do you want? And I was like, whatever you want. Just get whatever. I don't care. She was like, well, I don't need them if you don't want them. I was like, no, I need them, sister. I was like, sorry, hon. We're using a condom. We're using a rubber. She was like, okay, so how big is your dick? She, started, she said, are you cut or uncut? And I was, that's, I was getting creeped out, not in like a, you know, because I didn't believe that some woman that is that hot would give a fuck about my dick. I just didn't, I didn't know that they exist. Like, it's, it's usually the opposite. It's usually the dude Asking the woman, can I see a picture of your tits or something? How, like, do you swallow? Like, something like that. But no, she was going straight for the most sexual shit because she was just wanted to, to fuck. She just wanted to hook up. I was like, this is a unicorn. 
this is a situation here. So I was like, well, I'm definitely going. And I was obviously skeptical, though, still, because what the fuck? This never happens, and I got to drive 100 miles to some town I've never heard of? But it wasn't like the tiniest town. It wasn't like a tiny city. It had, you know, like 25,000 people. And it was a Saturday night, So, and she saw what I looked like, and she knew my height. Like, she definitely saw my profile. So I was like, okay, maybe she just has a fetish for short dudes. So I finally got on the road and just started making my way over to where she lived without knowing the exact place to meet. I was like, well, you know, it's 200. It's, it's going to take two hours. I'll just get on the road. And she kept texting me, though. So I had to answer her fucking text while I was driving. That's dangerous. I was going like 80 miles an hour. Like, okay, yes, my dick is, is pretty good. She's like, are you new? Are you sexually inexperienced? I could tell by your what you're saying that you seem a little sexually inexperienced. I was like, who cares, dude? I got a good dick. And she's like, okay, well, is it thick? And, and like, who asked that? What woman really cares? Well, it turns out some do. And it slowly dawned on me. This took a long time to understand what was happening. I was like, yeah, it's not a pencil. She was like, well, is it thick, was my question. So like, yeah, it's thick, as I was driving <laughs> down a dark road. She's like, are you just saying that because I asked, and you want, or is it actually thick? I was like, it's a pretty good dick, you know, in my humble opinion. It's a decent piece. And so when I, I was like, she's, then she said, are you cut? And I was like, can you send me a picture of you like right now and then I'll then I'll tell you that because I was still very weary and she did she sent a picture she's oh that's a she looked good she was with other girls too at the time it looked like a picture that she just took like okay I'll, I'll, I'll tell you and then I told her I'm cut and she was like is it thick I don't know I don't remember the exact order of the questions but then then she asked am I so is that thick? It's like, bitch, just let me get there. Can you just let me get there? I don't even know if I want to fuck, dude. You're obviously like a sketchy. You're obviously like. She was like, I don't know if you're gonna be if you're gonna be able to handle me. I might be too hard, like too kinky for you. And I wasn't even that. I wasn't like that horny at the time, dude. Like it, I usually get. Uh, fiending like late at night and I wasn't even that excited but of course I was gonna go it's like okay I guess I'll like I, I knew that that was the plan if I were to meet up with her that I would definitely take my dick out the second we met but we did so she gave me an address to meet her at a bar some hotel bar to meet in public just you know and so I, I was like, but then the question came. She said, I'm feeling really, uh, I forget the word she used, but she said, are you into kinks? Like, are, are you kinky? I was like, as I was driving, I was like, as long as it doesn't hurt. And then she said, well, I'm in a frisky mood. What if I want to get DP'd? 
And this is where I this is where I lost all this is where I lost all hope. This is where I was like, oh shit, there's another dude there. I was like, you mean with another dude? She was like, yeah, that's what it means. And I was like, hell no. And then she said, whoa, what's with that reaction? I mean, it was just a question. And I was like, I was like, there's no way I'm doing that. She said, well, that might change things. And I was this at this point, I was almost there. I was 90 miles out of 100. I was 90% there. So I'm pissed, dude. She like I knew that this meant that there's definitely going to be another dude already there waiting for me, and I was not into that obviously. So I said, "No, yeah, yeah, that definitely changes things. Thanks for wasting my time, dude." And I turned around and started going home. And she said, "Whoa, whoa, that's rude. I didn't say it was a hundred percent. It was just a question." It's like, sure. So you were telling me that you waited until I was almost there to spring on me that you want another dude two inches away from my dick. You want his dick literally that close to my dick, sister? I got the hell out of there, so I just started driving home. Oh, that was a waste of time. At least I'm going to get my gas money worth it for nothing and so she got she was like it wasn't a hundred percent it was just a question so i i so i I got home i i didn't text her back i mean this is that's obviously what she wanted to do from the beginning from the get-go that's why she scoped me out because i'm a short guy i'm gonna be able to fuck her underneath somebody else dude like, I don't know the position. I imagine she would be on the bed, like, on her side, and I would be fucking her in one hole, and the dude would be fucking her in the other. And I would be the smaller dude to make room for the bigger dude. Like, I'd be like a cuck. And there's no way I would, I'm would. i that animalistic or that horny where I would want to fuck a girl with some other dude there with his dick out and her his cum getting all in my fucking sprays, in my splurge zone. Not to be too crude, but that's what it is. So I got home. <laughs> and I wasn't that pissed by the time I got home. I was like, you know, at least I almost got fucked. At least that's, at least it was like kind of, <laughs> at least somebody wanted my dick. So I was not that pissed off by the time I got home. I cooled down. And I got back to my house, and I texted her back. I was like, no hard feelings. I hope you found a dick big enough to fill you up properly. And she immediately texted me back. She said, I wish it was yours. I was like, oh, I would have enjoyed that very much. Sorry for getting cold feet, which was the mistake. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have apologized because it wasn't my fault that she scared the fuck out of me. Doesn't want to use a condom, dude, with some stranger? Are you kidding me? So I, I was like, yeah, you know, you should have told me ahead of time that you wanted another dude there. It's like, yeah, but you should come back. You should come back. By this time, I was like 2 in the morning, I don't know, 12, something. It was super late, way too late for me to go back. She was like, I was like, what are you doing now? She's like, well, I'm, I'm going to probably have another dude come. 
because you ditched me. And I was like, okay. Well, it would have been nice to come all over your tits or whatever. So she said, just come back, dude. It's a three-way. It's fun. I was like, nah, it's not going to happen. You could fuck me and only me. And even that is kind of a disgusting turn off. The fact that you're going to be fucking some dude one day and then fuck me the next night. I'm not that much of a fuck boy. I like a little bit of romance in this game. I want to at least be the, I want to like at least have some exclusivity for that, for at least 24 hours window. Come on. So I was I was not that into that idea of going back there and like even fucking her another night. But she, but I was like, you know, I was still kind of interested. So I was like, well, come on. You want, if you want my dick, you got to have me in my, in me, only me. So she said, okay, I'll make you a deal. Because of your behavior tonight, if you send me a full body nude, I will take away the the three-way aspect and you'll get to fuck me. I was like, okay, I'll consider this deal. She said, no, no, no. You don't have much. You only have 15 minutes. You got to send it within 15 minutes or it's off the table and you can only fuck me with another dude. So I was like, no, too cucky. I'm not, I don't like being dominated. Like, sure, sending a dick pic or whatever, that's not a, that hard. That's not a big deal, I guess. But if it's to make up for you scaring me away, forget it. So I stuck to my uh, pride or whatever. I stuck to my guns. I was like, no, that's too cucky, dude. I wear Versace, dude. I don't I don't need to be treated this way even though you're you're hot and like it would probably be pretty fun to be dominant cuz like I mean, look at what she wanted to do. She wanted to be DP'd. That is pretty submissive submissive of her. I would be the dominant in that situation. So I guess it was kind of hot or whatever. It was kind of like fun and thrilling to be treated like a whatever, like a piece of meat. And by this chick. So it was, you know, kind of thrilling. But I was like, yeah, it's not going to happen. Didn't send her a dick pic. And then she's, okay, the time is up. It's t- That's it then. You, it's either you fuck me three-way or I'm blocking you right now. And I was like, well, fair enough. I won't bother you again. And she said, okay, bye-bye. She sent me the peace emoji. And then I looked, and I was like, okay, I guess that's the end of that. And I looked it up. I looked up just out of curiosity what DP was just to make sure, just, you know, because I was curious to make sure it was exactly what I thought it was because it's been a while since I've watched porn, and I don't really look at hardcore porn. I'm not into DP, double penetration. I knew that's what it meant. But I didn't actually knew like what it really meant. Here's what I thought it meant. I thought it meant the same. I thought it meant two dicks going into one hole. That's what I thought it meant. I thought it meant two dongs going into the same thing. Turns out that's not really what it means. It means separate holes. And I was like, oh, that's why you don't care about using a condom. If I just do it up the A, I guess you're not worried about getting pregnant or something. And that's why you didn't want to use a condom. So I was like, so I immediately texted her back. I was like, shit, I just looked it up. 
I thought it meant two cocks going in the same hole. Not separate. So I was like, that actually looks kind of fun. Because obviously it's kind of, the reason I didn't want to do it is because it's kind of gay. My dick rubbing up against another dick. So I was like, I'm retarded. And I didn't get a text back. So I guess I assume she blocked me. But actually, it does mean that. It does mean going into the same hole if you're just, if you take it from, you know, it has, that's it could mean that too. But typically, it means separate holes. And hey, that would be kind of interesting. Like, it looked good on the, on the internet. The pictures looked good. And hey, it would have been interesting to do something like that just for the fun. My animal instincts would have maybe taken over and whatever. So I texted her. I was like, hey, I'm, I'm retarded. I didn't get a text back until the next day. And then she said, yep, you are. I was like, hey, at least she didn't block me. I was like, well, you know, at least I'll be prepared for the next time somebody asks. And she said, yep. So she didn't block me. That's the end of this story is that at least I almost got Probably the best sex of my life if I had just not pussied out. But come on, dude. I don't I don't regret a single thing about it because even if I did bang the shit out of her, she would have pressured me to not use a condom probably, and I probably would have been like, yeah, fine. <laughs> Who knows, man? The pressure when you're in the moment, it's really better to not use a condom. Especially with a fucking slut stranger that you're never going to see again who lives a hundred miles away. Yeah, I could have seen myself just jizzing all over, you know, her ass. And that is not, that's a really easy way to get an STD. So I dodged a bullet. I live to tell another. I live another day. The one who gave me blue ball, like she gave me blue balls a little bit, so I'm not gonna be like courteous to her. I'm not gonna be like, oh, so, so I don't know, man. I'm still, I still am, I have urges uh, like that. I, I've been thinking about it, about this chick, every day since that uh, that moment that she asked, that she propositioned me, because how could I not? That was pretty hot like the thought of getting like fucking a stranger and just never seeing them again how could that's tantalizing dude it's such a quick release or instant gratification dude but that's kind of against the whole point of being sober it's not to switch one addiction for the other it's like, now that I'm not doing drugs, let's just become a sex addict. So I'm not too bummed out about it. And, you know, I want to do it with the right person, dude. I want to unload. I know this is very disgusting talking about this, but it's my life. So all this being a loser, though, is making me, like, I'm definitely more of a soulful singer. That's what I've noticed. I've been doing karaoke a lot. I do it live sometimes just on the Internet. I do it in public. And I'm noticing that my voice is getting better and more soulful. 
and I sang this. I I, I actually pulled up a, a a tuner, like a guitar tuner, on my phone to see if I'm actually like in pitch, and I am. Like, oh shit! So that that pent up semen and rage, and like it makes you just more focused and soulful, and put your heart on the table. And it makes you more confident is the point I'm making, dude. And I'm in my mid-30s now, early mid to mid-30s. And, like, I'm starting to move a little bit slower. But that doesn't mean I'm not still capable. Like, even my hands, I'm starting to notice that my hands just are starting to feel more fragile and weak. And, like, damn, you got old. Like, they're just starting to feel like they could, like, more, like, shitty and less strong. And I thought this when I was driving the car. I was like, yeah, I can still drive fast and focus and like be like a race car driver. But there's only a limited amount of time before you're just going to be too old to do that. So now is the time to to live it up, dude. I'm, I'm at my best in terms of youth. I'm not going to get any younger. You could get richer, but you can never get younger. So now is the time to drive fast cars pick up women and jizz all over them and help them clean up and then never see them again because I'm a high-status individual. But that's why it's hard to relate to audiences and that's why I can't do comedy as well as I used to is because it's hard to relate to the average audience member, especially other open mic comedians, dude. So, So I've been... Bombing, dude. Not because the jokes are like sh- totally unfunny. Like they have a punchline. It's just that they don't want to hear about them, dude. Because these people that do open mics, they suck at capitalism. So uh, I just feel like they're peasants compared. To, like uh, not, you know, I don't feel better than anybody. I happen to be better at at them at them at, at economics. But I don't fucking feel like that means I can't, I have to be like looked upon as somebody in a different caste system. Like, fuck you. (laughs) So I don't know, man, because I don't do the type of comedy that other people do. I don't just talk about how woke I am. That's stupid. I don't even try to talk about how woke I am. I do the exact opposite. I talk about how racist I am, <laughs> and unapologetically, I don't give a fuck about that because I uh, I moved here to have freedom of speech and talk about what the fuck comes out of my f- heart. But this is not a political episode. This is this is a sex. This is a fuckboy episode. That's why I'm dressed like this, dude. This is an episode where I talk about how I'm doing well. Anyway, let's wrap it up, dude. Versace, Versace, Versace.